BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, you guys. Happy Friday and welcome to a bonus episode. You guys got two episodes this week. You're spoiled. You are spoiled. I'm JC. I'm Chelsea. And we're here to have a grand old time with you. We're going to have a little… (laughs) TGIF. We are going to have some girl talk today. Mm -hmm. Boys, you're still allowed to listen though. Um, We just thought it would be fun because everyone, not everyone, but most people are stuck at home, which actually leads me to my first point. If you still are working… You are a rock star. We appreciate you. Yes. We Healthcare workers, people that are working at grocery stores. Like, it kind of occurred to me the other day when I was stuck at home. Well, Leif and I went to Costco to get some food. And all the workers there, it just like, it's occurred to me multiple times throughout this thing. But I just realized, like, these people are working long hours to make sure that all of us can get our food. And honestly… Thank you. That is very, very kind and selfless. Seriously. And a lot of the jobs out there, not just medical, but mostly healthcare related, they're literally risking their lives, like putting their lives at risk, putting like their loved ones, their families at risk when they go home. And it's like, you can take as many precautions as you want, but it's still a risk. And we love you. We appreciate you. We see you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Seriously. Um, I wanted to start out this episode by, we don't even have like a super specific topic in mind. We kind of just wanted to give you guys a life update, tell you guys how we've been trying to thrive in quarantine. And I wanted to start out this episode. So I listened to the podcast Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Um, I just started listening to it recently. And something that she does is she talks about mood boosters in her episodes. So she talks about a few different things that have been like boosting her mood lately, whether that's a product or something she's been doing. So I thought this would be a good time to each tell a few mood boosters or things that have been helping us feel happy or, or, you know, just making us feel like a normal human being. Yeah. Have a sense of normalcy. Mm -hmm. Um, So why don't you go first, Chelsea? Okay. Well, well, actually, why don't you go first? You say one and then I'll say one and then we'll go off because I don't know what kind of things you have. Okay. Well, my first first thing are the Isle of Paradise tanning drops for your face. So this might sound silly, but I feel like 
If you're already feeling like a slob at home in your pajamas all day, this is, we'll talk about this when I get into what I've been doing as my little quarantine routine as well. But I've been trying to tan my face like maybe like once a week, Mm -hmm. twice a week. It lasts for a few days, but I continue my normal skincare routine, which I honestly feel like is key with these drops, okay? Because most people, this is something I realized recently because I used to do this. I would get a spray tan or do like self-tanner and then I would kind of try and not, like not that I wouldn't shower, but I would try to not use soap or just like I would protect my spray tan at all costs. Same. And then it would start getting very splotchy and it would just not end well. And Especially your face. Mm-hmm. Especially the face and the neck area. And you try and put makeup on and then you're like trying to take it off carefully. Yeah. It's a, it's a crap show. So what I realized is with all tanning stuff, I just pretty much shower and like moisturize and shave and do everything as normal. And then I just repeat the process and it like put more tanning stuff on mm-hmm. when it starts to fade. And it does last it lasts a shorter amount of time when you are doing that, but it is so much more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like even, yeah. and it doesn't, so with my face, I put four drops of the medium Isle of Paradise tanning drops. Okay, you guys, I mix it in with my moisturizer. I put it on at night and I wake up and my face is tan. It is a beautiful thing. Does it make your pillow tan? It does not. Really? Not mine. Can I have some? Sure. Can I put some on tonight? Yeah, you can. And the best part too is that the drops, like they are hydrating. Like I'm pretty sure they have hyaluronic acid or something in them. So Mm. it just feels like you're almost putting a serum on your face. Yeah. You just want to make sure you're getting everywhere. You don't want to miss spots. So Does it have like glitter or anything on it? Glitter? You know how some like tanning stuff has like from the shelf has like glitter or something like shimmer in it or no, something No, it doesn't like have it's not. It's just like matte looking. Okay, okay. I think you'd like it. Okay, I'm Anyway, so that's been one thing that's been helping me feel a little cuter, to be honest, because the last thing I want to be feeling like is looking like a rat yeah. when I'm already feeling like… Seriously. …sluggish. When you can't get your hair done… First, the nails, yeah. the gel nails are on their way out. They're like halfway grown. One of them just broke and it's not looking good. No, my eyelashes are completely gone. <laughs> I have one left, one lash extension left. I've had to come to terms with how I really look. And it's not, it's not my favorite part <laughs> of the quarantine situation here. Okay, I like that. Can't wait to use it. Okay, my first one is because I feel like people are already exhausted. I know I've been overly exhausted for some reason and then I'm like… I haven't been leaving the house. Like, why am I so exhausted? But I saw this thread on Twitter. So take it with a grain of salt. But it was saying the reason all of us are so exhausted, even though we're not doing much, is it's like a trauma response basically because of like what's happening in the world. We basically, our bodies like play dead, quote unquote. This is what it says. So it's not like fight or flight. It's gotten to the point where it's, it almost like just shuts down. So we're always tired. I don't know. We can look more into that. I don't know the science and the anatomy of all of it, but I think it's okay because I beat myself up if I like sleep in or sleep a little longer than usual or take naps. Mm -hmm. So I saw this cool trick that I haven't tried yet, but around, I looked into naps. Okay. (laughs) Like what's the best nap to take? Because you know, when you take it too late, you just feel like crap. Yeah. You go to bed at like five and you wake up at seven. You're like, okay, that's the worst thing in the world. And it's like two hours, so you feel kind of rested, but then you just feel sweaty and gross. And then you cannot go to sleep till 2 a.m. No, and then it throws off your whole next day. 
Mm-hmm. So basically they were saying the best time to nap is around like one or two. Okay. Like right when That's the, usually when the slump hits. Yeah, right when the slump hits. And they were saying it, you don't want to take more than like a 30 or 40 minute nap. That's like a power nap where you're getting a good restful slumber in. And also they were saying you could take a coffee nap. So this is something where you drink caffeine or your coffee right before you go to – Right before you take a nap because – coffee doesn't kick in or caffeine doesn't kick in for 20 minutes. So you're going to wake up and set an alarm for sure. Like set an alarm for like 30 minutes and then you're going to get up and your caffeine will kick in. So <gasps> then you'll like get up. And I'm definitely Genius. trying that. Yes. I, I want to try Isn't that. that crazy? Yeah. Um, so that was my my tip. Okay. That's, I like that. I haven't tried it yet, but I have been trying to not beat myself up about like letting my body rest and mm-hmm. like kind of just literally recover from trauma yeah just everything also sleep and rest is so important for your immune system which i think at this time we should all be focusing so much on trying to make sure we're boosting our immune system and not you know Mm -hmm. letting just all of our healthy habits like go to crap Mm -hmm. and getting a lot of sleep and getting a lot of rest is one of those. So I've I've been feeling the same because I'm queen of beating myself up about not being productive. Yeah. You're aware of that. And I've been literally I there have been days when I've woken up at 10 a.m. because yeah. I've been going to sleep at same. 2 a.m. and I always try and get 8 hours of sleep no matter what. But I'm trying to just be okay with the fact that this is a unique situation and it's like I don't really need to be up at 6 or 7 a.m. Yeah. like on my grind because mm-hmm. I am going to bed later. Anyway, so that being said, I've been trying to go to bed earlier because going to bed at 2 a.m. just ain't it. No. It's not fun. No. Um, and I also hate how when I do wake up at 9 or 10 a.m., it's – I feel like my day is gone. Mm-hmm. By the time I work out and do everything, I'm like, okay, it's 1230. Yeah. And now I only have a few hours of sunlight. That's yeah. just not fun. Um, okay. My second thing, very basic, very basic of me, green smoothies. So I've just been trying to make sure – I don't have one every single morning, but most mornings I do. I also tried this new – it's like kind of a juice. It feels like more of a juice consistency than a smoothie. I I duetted someone on my TikTok actually and made it. But you just do like – you blend spinach and water together in a blender and like make sure it's really blended and then you add in um, apples and lemon. I can't even remember what else it was in it, but – and then you pour it over ice and it's just like a green juice and it has so much spinach in it. So it's really good. Um, I'll also just do like a normal protein shake or just normal smoothie with frozen fruit and just add in handfuls of spinach. And that has really – like when I have that in the morning, I really feel so, so good. Yeah. I feel energized, especially after a workout. And that's been something – a lot of times for some – some reason I'm like just not in the mood to make it. I'm like, Ugh. I know, but it's so easy. I'm like, yeah, okay, did not mean to do that. <laughs> um, it's really so easy to make, mm-hmm. and so and my my tip for that, which is very obvious, is to right after you make your smoothie, rinse your blender out. Yeah, we had a traumatic experience. We did, or you did? Well, both of us. We were we both had to experience it when you <gasps> oh, pulled out your when you pulled out your blender and it smelled like poop. Oh my gosh, it smelled like actual poop. Yeah, was, <laughs> I almost lost my mind. Jacy <laughs> was like trying to make a smoothie and she goes to her cupboard and we're just sitting like having a meeting and she she just starts dry heaving in the corner and we're like, what is wrong? She's like, this something's up with this blender. Something I I think what happened in that circumstance for some weird reason is that I rinsed it but I left a little bit of the water 
in it still. And then I put the top on it and oh. it was in the cupboard for like two days probably. Oh And then my when gosh. I took it out, it actually smelled like someone died. There's no worse smell than greens that have been, that are like gone expired. Bad. Yeah, that have gone bad. Oh, it's horrible. It's like horrible. bad broccoli. <gasps> Nothing worse. Nothing worse yeah. than like a bag of like bad spinach or something. Oh, it smells horrible. It's all like brown and Actually, wilty. another thing with the green smoothie thing too is because depending on where you're at, it might be hard to buy fresh produce. I know it was super bad before. It hasn't been that bad in my experience in the last little bit, like the last couple days. But if you can't get fresh produce, get frozen. There's usually a good amount of frozen produce. Mm-hmm. So people will buy canned stuff and like maybe everyone has bought all of the spinach, like the fresh ones. But if you go to the freezer aisle, they have frozen spinach. They have frozen like everything. It lasts longer, has the same amount of nutrients. It's just as good. Yeah, it doesn't definitely. taste as good as fresh ones. But. Yeah. Well, and I actually got a thing of spinach at Costco and then I froze like half of it for yeah, green smart. smoothies so that I can just put it in. It also adds to the like icy, you mm-hmm. know, texture of it or the… And another older. fun tip for greens, if it's about to go bad, put it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Because I always know I'm like, bananas. I can't… Same yeah. bananas. It's like you can't eat it. Don't force yourself to eat. Or, or avocados. If you have an avocado that's about mm. to go bad and you're… You can just chop it up. Don't put the whole thing in there, for goodness sakes. But actually, goodness I saw sakes. that you can actually do that and then like thaw it out. And really? And it's still perfect. Don't take my word for it. But um, yeah, anything you can just just freeze it like right before it goes bad. Yes. Very good tip. Okay. My second one is I actually saw my sister post this and I saw TikTok about it. But it's shaking your body out so or doing like a yoga stretch for at least 10 minutes, like minimum of 10 minutes. Mm where you're probably at home all day. You're probably not moving around that much. And also your anxiety or me just assumes everyone has anxiety, but (laughs) kind of like we were saying before, like with all this happening, like it's bound to create anxiety or like some emotions. And my sister was saying, she's a certified yoga teacher. She was saying your body traps trauma. Even if your mind has forgotten about it, your body is still holding on to it. So Mm -hmm. she's saying, she showed this whole thing. I think you can find it on her Instagram. But um, she showed this whole thing of like shaking it off like with your legs and like your mouth and your jaw and like your shoulders. And it look, you look funny when you're doing it, but it feels so good afterwards. And so I've been trying. I have not been perfect, but I've been trying to like get out my yoga mat and just do some stretches like stretching out my hips or like doing downward dog and just like doing my own flow or following like a YouTube one. But I feel like it helps me so much feel like once you're done with it, you just feel like I can finally take like an actual deep breath Mm -hmm. and like feel like a functioning human again. That's so good. I need to stretch more. Yeah. Um, I saw this thing that was like on Instagram was saying, if you're scrolling through this, unclench your jaw right now. And I was like, oh my gosh, my jaw was literally so tight. I just relaxed it, relaxed my shoulders. So if you're listening to this right now, unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Take a deep breath. And leave a rating and review. (laughs) Leave a five-star review on our podcast. No, seriously. You know, it feels so good to just breathe. That's a huge thing I've been trying Mm -hmm. to do lately is breathe better. Yeah. Wow, I'm just very bad at it. Sorry, I had another thought about that. But, oh, I saw this TikTok that was doing it with your feet where she was holding hands with her feet. Yes, I saw this. Did you do it? No, I saved it though. You have to do it. It feels so good. She basically was like holding the middle of her foot and holding her hand like fingers intertwined with her toes and like rocked her foot back and forth. 
And then she was saying like, do that for a little bit and then do the other foot and then walk around. And it feels so good. Really? I really want to try that. Okay. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Um, Okay. My third and last little thing that's been boosting my mood lately is reading before bed. And specifically, I'm going to tell you what book I've been reading in just a second. But I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram story the other day. I have problems falling asleep. Like every night's different. Certain things help. um, But what I've kind of just gotten used to, not even that I'm like, I'm committed to doing this, but at this point, I just enjoy it is reading a book before bed. And I have been getting way better sleep. And I think maybe I even shared this on the podcast before. Maybe it was on YouTube. I don't remember. But when you're not looking at a screen, like moments before your eyes shut, it just, I think it helps your mind kind Mm -hmm. of like actually get into rest mode. So that's been really helpful for me. And I've been loving it because I'll just read like one or two chapters and then, you know, I'm reading a book for maybe like two weeks. Yeah. And I just got finished with Jessica Simpson's memoir. It's called Open Book. The most unexpected, amazing book book I've read. Really? It was so good. Is it like decently new? Yes. Okay. I think I heard about it. It's new. And I've heard, I heard some people like recommending it. And I was like, that's odd. Like I didn't really grow up with, obviously I know who Jessica Simpson is, but I feel like it was just before our time that mm-hmm. she was like an icon of, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so I wasn't that familiar with like her life or really much about her. I knew her and Nick Lachey were married yeah. and like they were super cute and whatever. But she, it's like, she exposes John Mayer. Like she dated him for a while and he treated her really like crap. And it, there's just certain things that are like juicy, but then also Ooh. it just leaves you feeling so good. Like she is just, First of all, a really great writer. And um, I guess she was approached like a few years ago to write a book about her, like about kind of a self-help book, but she just didn't feel like it was the right time. And yeah. then year, and she was like, I just felt like I'd be lying to people because she had so many things that she was like struggling with. Like she struggled with alcohol addiction and stuff like that. Yeah. And so this book is called Open Book and it's just like about, she's just like, going for it like telling Dang. all of her the things she struggled with like abuse as a child and but it's it's a very uplifting book so mm-hmm. it's not like this traumatic read um but yeah it has like some gossip in there it has Ooh, it has it all john mayer you naughty boy yeah so um Dang. i really really have you read um amy poehler's book no i actually this is the probably one book recommendation i can give you in terms of memoirs but you should read it Really? I'm shitting on you. Yeah. It's really good. And and she's really funny, obviously. So yeah. it's like a good mixture of like life lessons and putting it into like light humor. But I think you would really enjoy it. I really love memoirs yeah. lately. I'm like loving. So I'm like – Especially I'm we sad. love powerful women memoirs. Yes. I want to read Demi Moore's memoir as well. Mm, I heard that one's out. really good too. Okay. My last one is do a craft. So me and Nick – I kind of was talking to Nick about this earlier. and. I personally have done a craft while in quarantine, and it was one of the best days of quarantine. I painted my shoes. I cleaned my Air Force Ones, and I painted them. And it honestly took, like, a good amount of time, but I was just painting, and the sun was out for the first time in, like, a week. It had been raining in L.A. And, 
oh, it just made me feel so good. Like whenever you just get in the zone and something that's not on your phone. Yes. Whether that's tie-dyeing. I've seen a lot of people being tie-dyeing things mm-hmm. and catch me bleach-dyeing something very soon probably. Um, or painting your shoes or just like something like that. I feel like, first of all, helps with your creativity, which can like relieve your anxiety a little bit and kind of help you feel more present, which will help tremendously because I know it helped me for sure. So definitely. I think everyone's screen time, well, I don't know about everyone, but mine is astronomical. Yeah, mine is astronomical, (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, It is crazy. And I think a lot of people's screen time has skyrocketed during this time, especially if you're stuck at home because you're kind of just like, well, what else do I have to do? Mm-hmm. And it's nice to be honestly distracted slash entertained. Yeah. Um, but also, you could like sell them. So what are we talking about? Oh, or just I'm just saying crafts in okay. general. Okay. I'm like, sell your phone. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I jumped back to like five minutes. Five minutes ago. Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, just sell your iPhone 11. Come on, idiot. No, but it's… <laughs> it really is. It gets very overwhelming because… At this time, I think it's so nice to have social media mm-hmm. to connect with people. Genuinely, I feel like what would we do if we did not have FaceTime and like social media to kind of feel like, or even podcasts to feel like we're hanging out with friends or just like or just something. A sense of normalcy. Yeah, yeah. Some sense of normalcy. But that being said, when you're, I don't even count podcasts as being on my phone because podcasts to me are yeah. so. Like, it actually relaxes me and, like, makes me feel really good to listen to Mm -hmm. podcasts. Whereas being on Instagram for eight hours a day doesn't really make me feel that amazing. Um, But, yeah, I think just putting down your phone at, like, any time you can. Even just, like, putting it in a different room or still having it and just listening to a podcast while you clean or something. But try not to be glued to it. And then don't go from, like, you wake up first thing in the morning, you're on your phone for literally all day, and then you watch a TV show at night. It's just like oh, it's the too days much. that I do that. Like I've done. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've done that a couple days during quarantine. Oh, and it's me too. The worst feeling. It's the worst feeling. I go to bed and I'm like, no, Chelsea, that was not it. it that was not it. At it all. was not it. It's the worst feeling ever. Mm-hmm. You feel so. It's not even. It's not even about being unproductive. Mm-hmm. It's about like. Well, maybe it is kind of about that. But it's just the feeling of like your mind literally being numb for 12 hours straight. Mm -hmm. And then you go to bed and you're just like, what? It's just time lost. Like I just think, oh my gosh, that's so much time. Think of all the things I could have done in that time that could have been actually meaningful instead of me watching stupid memes on TikTok or like on Instagram or watching a YouTube video about drama that I don't even care about. It's just like… Totally. Well, and the amount of things we can be doing and like even learning… You could learn a freaking new language mm-hmm. with the time that you're like spending scrolling on Instagram. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm preaching to myself right now because I've been on Instagram yeah, for hours same. every day. But I just think it's so, yeah, it's so nice to like find something else to take your time. Yeah. Like no, you said, definitely. doing a craft or reading or whatever. Well, and getting into like, I guess this leads right into how we want to talk about our quarantine routine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that rhymed, but it doesn't really. I don't want to come on here and say like, here's the things that you should do to make like, this is what I've been doing. I've been thriving because I've not been thriving Mm -hmm. in quarantine. I want to be honest with you guys. Not the greatest. I feel like it's almost worse to have so much free time because the things that you used to say and like have the excuse that you didn't have time for, now you do. 
and you're still not doing them. So it's like- It makes you feel worse. Yeah, it makes you feel worse. And also it's like, let's get down to the real reason you're not doing it because it's obviously just not a priority and it's not because of time. Mm -hmm. So like now you have all this time to do those things that you've told everybody. Like, I just don't have time to like, you know, exercise or I don't have time to pursue this side hustle. And maybe you don't have time. Maybe you are one of those people who are working or like you're in a different stressful situation. Yeah. But if you are, you know, home from college and just like at your parents' house and just kind of figuring out your next move and you're still feeling beat up, first of all, I feel the same way because it's at the end of the day, you beat up yourself even more that you didn't even have, that you had the chance and you didn't take it. It's the worst feeling. So I've been trying to, I have not had, I feel like you've been a lot better at having like an actual routine since this quarantine has been going on. I feel like my routine has been out the window. First of all, because I don't take Sophie out as much as I used to, which is what used to get me up. Nick takes her out in the morning now because She's been a little, she's been a little <laughs> feisty. So she's like very protective with me, with other dogs in our neighborhood. And because everyone's home all day, the dog walking has, is out of this world. Like there's so many dogs on the street and new dogs. And it's been giving me a little bit of anxiety to try and like have her stop barking at other dogs. Mm-hmm. So I have so Nick takes her out in the morning for me. So then I'm like, I don't really have something that actually gets me out of bed. Mm-hmm. And then it just like sets my day off into a spiral bad start but one thing that has helped is the yoga stretching i've been trying to do that at least again once a day even if i don't put my mat out and i just like do it in bed for a little bit like when i remember i'm like oh i've been i'm on my computer my neck starts hurt i'm like okay i'm gonna just like stretch out for 10 minutes and it kind of resets my equilibrium or something Mm -hmm. and i start to think a little bit more positively i've been trying to keep up with the daily stoic same so having that has helped a lot. And even if I don't do it right when I wake up, I'm just trying not to beat myself up if I'm not like literally discovering gravity in this time frame and like being easy on myself. And Nick was even saying when I was expressing this to him, I'm like, I just feel like kind of what I said, like I have so much time and, and I have these things I used to say, like I just didn't have time to do and now I have time to do it and I'm not doing it. So I just feel like crap. And he was saying, you literally cannot solve these things overnight. Like you have to just work on like what we've said before, like getting a little bit better every day. Mm -hmm. So whether that's like tomorrow, you just get off your phone for one more hour or something like that. That's great. Like find something to be proud of at the end of the day and and don't look at the things that you could beat yourself up about because that's what I've been doing. It's not fun. So I've been trying to be better the last like couple days, especially since we learned that we will be on lockdown. Yeah, lockdown for the next month. But anyways. Yeah, well, I think having something you can kind of be proud of at the end of the day is important. And I think maybe a good way. Big or small. Yeah, a good way to kind of measure that in a way um, or execute that is to start a little to-do list maybe the night before or at the beginning of the day that's very, very simple that has like three main things. That's what I've been doing is like just putting three main things that I'm trying to get done. So whether that's like I want to clean the the living room and the kitchen, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. Two is um, edit my YouTube video. And three is I want to bake banana bread. Yeah. And it's like those are the only three things on my to-do list. I can definitely get that done by the time I yeah. go to sleep tonight. And then when I do all those things, I'm like, great. Like, I feel accomplished. And why I'm saying to make them small and to make them simple is it's not like, 
film and edit a YouTube video. Next, make five TikToks. Thirdly, I'm going to, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, like clean much. my entire house and organize my closet and do that. It's just yeah. like, it's too much. So if you can just stick to like three to five little things, yeah. you will hopefully feel accomplished at the end of the day. That's what helps me because I'm the same. Like if I get up, get on my phone, just I'm on my phone all day, mindlessly not doing anything, don't work out, don't whatever, eating snacks all day. Literally at the end of the day, I'm like, I had the worst day today. Yeah. And so I think that can help. One thing— I will say I actually did that last night and today helped. I felt way better today. I wrote actually only two things. It's like two things I need to do tomorrow right before I went to bed because I was like, can't have another one of these days. Yeah. It's it's just not ideal. Yeah. And I think something that's—it sounds so silly, but something that's been honestly helping me a lot stay in a somewhat normal routine is— trying to, not every single day, but most days I try and get up and get ready for the day. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm in like tight jeans and a t-shirt. Like half the time I'm wearing what I'm wearing now, which is just like sweats and a sweatshirt. But I have been like keeping up, like I shower regularly. I wash my hair. I blow dry it. Like I've been shaving, keeping up on that. I've been self-tanning to just like feel cute and normal. I know it sounds dumb, but it's like, and waking up and doing a very minimal makeup routine. It's just what I have on right now, which is basically nothing, but I'll just put a little concealer under my eyes, put some like bronzer and highlighter on and mascara, and then like some lip balm and brush my eyebrows with like gel. And I feel so much better when I do that versus when I just like this is actually a good time to let your face rest too and not put on makeup every day. But that just helps me feel like I'm living a normal life versus actually being in my pajamas and like not touching my hair and just like not like washing my hair for days. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. makes the whole situation feel worse to me. Yeah. You know what this, <laughs> the worst feeling that I experienced a couple days ago when I was about to go to bed and I like got in bed and I'm like, I have not changed my clothes. Like, I literally yes. have not changed my clothes since I woke up this morning. That is the worst This feeling. is going to have to be a no for me. Like, I literally just immediately realized that I went and took a shower because I'm like, no. No. I can't that with that. I'm not doing that today, sis. No. But yeah, I think that's like, I don't have a super rigorous schedule by any means. I've just been trying to do that, like, have like three to five tasks every day that I can get done that are simple enough. Um, trying to stay updated, honestly, like, Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier that was going to sound dumb. Is like TikTok has been helping me a lot because definitely um, I've just had it a goal to like make a TikTok every day. And so, and I usually make, I end up making a few. And it just helps me because it honestly is fun. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun creative outlet. Like I feel like we both can just express ourselves that way, whether it's like yeah. learning a fun little dance or like cooking something or whatever. Or we both cleaned our houses and did little like TikToks of it. We literally <laughs> made the same one um, without even knowing it. But like, then my house is clean and I got a cute little TikTok out of it. And it's like, ever, everyone wins. Yeah. And so having that goal of just like making a TikTok every day has helped me because I get ready for the day and I'm like doing something with yeah, my time. Definitely. Um, and obviously that doesn't have to be a goal for everyone, but I'm just saying like find something that you can do. This is honestly such a good time to like start a YouTube channel or like start a podcast and stuff like that. Like people who have been wanting to do that, it's like now is literally your time. Yeah. Now is the time, fam. Or just to create content. Mm -hmm. Um, And we can get into a whole nother subject about how creating content is like so hard when you're just at home all day and it's so hard to feel inspired and stuff. But um, 
yeah, I don't know if we want to get into that because I don't even know if I have tips. Yeah, I'm in a <laughs> no, rut I don't know as if well. we have enough time, honestly. Yeah. I know I was going to say TikTok dancing, as like cringe as some people think it is, truthfully, well, especially for us because we have danced all growing up. So it's like such a big part of us. And like it's always been a way we've been able to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's also such a good workout. Such a like, good workout. Like learning those dances. Me and Daisy are literally sweating. My face gets beat red. I have to take breaks. Oh, we have to take breaks. Like Chelsea's like, can we go again? I'm like, no. Like yeah. I'm so tired. And it like gets your body moving and like your heart pumping. So even if you don't work out that day, it still feels like it there's is just a something about dance too because it's like not only are you working out but it's fun it's like with good music it's a well, good vibe most of the time good music yeah <laughs> sometimes it's a little rated R <laughs> but um I actually feel like it's helped somewhat and I've seen a lot of people in, during this time get on TikTok same and they've been like learning dances and like people who usually wouldn't and the thing about TikTok dancing okay this is a side <laughs> this is a side rant as cringe as some people think it is to do like TikTok dancing. We don't care. First of all, you think it's cringe. Nobody does. I mean, for the most part. But also, dancing is not something that's like exclusive. Like anybody can dance. And I'm not saying everyone's good at dancing, but you shouldn't feel like I'm not good. So I can't like post this or or do this dance. It's like dance is such a powerful thing that you should just be able to do it and have and fun. And it's so fun. Yeah. It's just a way to have fun, like truthfully. Yeah. And I even s- if people comment and like hate on your dancing or something like that, I don't know how many people can relate to this exact thing, but it's like, it's just dance. It's like singing. It's like, if James just because Char- you're not good at singing doesn't mean you can't sing. If James Charles has the the courage to post his dancing videos… So can you. So can you. That is yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. No, I, I really feel like it's it fun. Is, it is like the classic thing that everyone, I'm not joking, everyone makes fun of it until they do it. Like mm-hmm. t- just TikTok in general. Yeah. I have so many people who are like, no, I would never get a TikTok. And then like they get the, a TikTok, like I would never dance. Yeah. And then they go into the dancing mode. It's like, here's the thing. It's fun. Yeah. I was a, I don't, wouldn't say I was a TikTok hater, but I was definitely like, ooh, no, 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 no. Like I would never. Even being a dancer growing yeah. up, it's like, and I was still like, eh, I don't want to like learn TikTok dances and be like rolling my body and doing yeah. weird things on the internet. But then once you learn one, you're like, wait, this is so fun. Yeah. And it's so addicting. But just TikTok in general, don't be a hater yeah. until, please give it a try. No, I'm not talking about dancing, just in general. You can, yeah. the thing that's cool about just all social media is that there are so many different avenues you can take it. It's like, there are literally like, dentists on TikTok yeah. that are like showing you facts about your teeth and you're like what I just what? talked about with someone holding their foot's like like a it, chiropractor girl yeah, yeah like showing you how to like make your foot feel better and I did I'm like wow this is awesome it's yeah. like like graphic artists mm-hmm. um like people who do photography are on there are so many different dancers like Recipes. singers yeah people that are baking or cooking if you're um, not on the TikTok train what are you doing get on yeah you guys got it. I was going to say like the saying that people say like to what get on it? a train. And I don't know. <laughs> all oh, aboard. Hop, all aboard. All aboard the all TikTok aboard train. All aboard the TikTok train. Gosh. Well, should we get into… <laughs> should we get into the best part of quarantine so far? What is the that? The fact that Tyler C. Oh, yeah. And Hannah Brown are quarantining together and are definitely dating. If they're not dating… Then what's They're going close. On? They're really close. Yeah, they're not just friends. Let's put no. it that way. They are not just friends. <laughs> if you're choosing to spend a month with somebody, 
in closed quarters. Yeah. You're committed to them. Something, something. You're not going and seeing anybody else sexually either. You're not just. I'm just here to say it. We know they're. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. We know there's physical. Here's the thing, Matt. Tyler sees best friend has been still spilling the tea on his TikTok. Like I said, not spilling the tea, but like he's been posting a lot of dating. (laughs) He's been posting a lot of TikToks of them together, and it's like. Did you see the one Matt posted recently of Hannah saying, like, you need to wash these sheets? Mm-mm. Did you see that one? You didn't? No. Okay. I'm what gonna do you do? This. She's, like, in this bedroom, and it's, like, very messy, actually. The bedroom's, like, literally a pigsty. I'm like, yeah. okay, what's going on? <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> like, who is sleeping in here? Are they sleeping together? Like, what's yeah. going on? Um, but anyway, she, she was, like, these sheets need to be washed to Tyler. And like Matt like walked in on them. Like it genuinely, I don't think yeah. it was like planned. And Tyler was like, no, he's like, it's been like three days. And she's like, they've been on here for a week and a half. They need to get washed. And so people are like, okay, are they like sleeping in the same bed? Cause like, why is she adamant that the sheets yeah. need to be cleaned? And like she's not sleeping in there. And how does she know it was a week ago? But what was three days ago? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm catching your drift. How does, what was he saying was three days ago? No, he was saying they were washed three days ago. Oh, I thought he was saying like, it was only three days ago. And I'm like, well, what's it? No, I think <laughs> he's just obsessed with that. <laughs> Ew, I'm being a, a pervert. Um, <laughs> no. I'm a creep. <laughs> oh, it's getting late. Um, <laughs> no, but anyway, that was a huge thing. And then he like, Hits okay. We just you need to watch the TikTok Dungeon because star? I'm like he physically assaults her. <laughs> no, she um he like throws a pillow at her and then she throws them back. Like at this point, they know they're being filmed. They're, they're like definitely dating, but they're like fighting, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Matt walks out, and some detective in the comments was like, "Did you guys hear what Tyler said when he left the room?" And um, I guess he said something like, "He's like, you want to fight a little more?" Like in the <gasps> background. So I'm like, okay, they're dating. Oh my gosh. You have to watch it. To date a man who <laughs> dated Gigi Hadid right before you. Oh my gosh, Hannah. Good job. Truthfully. If they if they Good really job do, or I'm sorry, honestly, I don't know which to say. I was going to say like if they really do work out, what a love story. What like, a love story. What a beautiful time to be alive, honestly. Seriously. This is the one good thing to come out of this freaking quarantine. Because they were Because you know what else has come out of this quarantine? What? Peter and Kelly. Yeah. People have mixed emotions about that. And I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm just over them. That's what I was going to say. I don't even care. It's not like I'm like, I hate Love it or hate it. I'm just like, whatever, do your thing. At this point, like, I don't believe that he's going to be with anyone long term. I'm like, I just don't see him as boyfriend type, to be honest. Seems like he's kind of a player. Do you think he's a player? I don't think so. I think he's like overly boyfriend type. But I, I feel like he gets multiple people. Well, only because he was The Bachelor. I, I could see him definitely. <laughs> I'm like, didn't you see he dated 30 <laughs> girls at the same time? I think I could see them working out, truthfully. Yeah. Because he actually really admired her. I could tell from like, inter- I'm like, he admires her as I know so much. But from interviews, he was saying like, she actually called me out on things that I, I'm looking for in a future partner. Yeah. And um, his mom's obsessed with her and yeah. wants to date her herself. So… Ugh, Barb, I'm so sorry, but she like commented on her photo and said something like, "We gotta go shopping soon." I'm like, "Okay, there's definitely something." Which you know what? That whole situation. I'm so sorry if you're not a Bachelor fan and you don't know what the freak we're talking about. But that whole situation with the fact that Barb commented on Kelly's thing was like, "We need to go shopping," and like they knew each other. I'm like, 
So were him and Maddie even like what was going on? Yeah, at the actual after the final rose, like it seemed like they they were on a weird spot, but they seemed like oh that felt like years ago. Yeah, that feels like it was actually six months ago. I think I'm exhausted from that season of The Bachelor. To be honest, that's why I'm taking naps all the time. Oh man. Anyway, I'm yeah. I'm just. I've moved on from that this season and I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. I mean, if if they are dating, I would be like, I wouldn't be so shocked. I would be no. like, okay, that kind of makes sense. No, it seemed like they had something good. Like mm-hmm. she was very confident until the moment she went home. She was kind of like shocked that she went home. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another piece of pop culture update. Okay, that what? That JC doesn't know about yet because she said she didn't watch this episode. But if you watch the first episode of the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians… Kim and Courtney get into a physical altercation. I saw a clip. You saw it? I was shocked. Did you see the whole thing? I did not see the whole thing, no. I saw a very short clip. Basically, Courtney has been the last season. I didn't watch last season. But from what I can tell, Courtney has been not wanting to participate in the show anymore. Like, she keeps saying she wants to quit and it's not making her happy anymore. Mm. And they're basically like, okay, then quit. But then she didn't quit. So she signed up for the next season. And then basically the first episode, Chloe was annoyed with her because Courtney was like, I guess, complaining and like, I just watched the first episode, but Chloe was like, well, then she was like complaining about glam. And she's like, well, then don't do glam. She's like, well, then I'm not gonna be on the show. And like, I have to get glammed if I'm going to be filmed. And she was like, okay, well then don't, don't complain, complain about, about it. it. Yeah. And it seems like Courtney's just done. Like, it seems like Courtney's at the point in her life where it's like, I, I genuinely don't think this life is for her. Like, hmm. I feel like she is the kind of person who doesn't like, want to own all these businesses and doesn't like, I feel like she wants to be like normal kind of. Yeah. Just like live a normal life. life. I'm not saying she just wants to like stay home and do nothing. Cause that's like her biggest thing that Kim thinks she does nothing. And she's like, I do so much. Like Mm -hmm. I work all the time, but it's just different. So anyways, Kim basically said that to rewinding a little bit. Kylie got really sick. She was supposed to go do makeup for this like huge runway show for Balmain. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And she got really sick and Chris was freaking out because Kylie couldn't come. And she was trying to get Kim to come. She was like going to pay Kim. She asked Kendall to come walk it and they like both couldn't. And Kim was talking to Kendall, Courtney and Chloe. And she was basically saying like, it's just crazy because mom's used so used to me or Chloe who will go on our deathbed. Like we will go no matter what and get the job done. And she was like, but like Kylie won't. And she was like, and And Kendall's like, yeah, or me. And Kim was like, no, you have like anxiety and stuff. Like you won't go. (laughs) Oh gosh. And Kendall's like, what are you talking about? Like I literally go, I'm having panic attacks on the way to my shows and like I'm still doing them. And Kim was, Kim was being a little extra. Mm -hmm. Like a little just too like I'm. Aggressive. Yeah. Just like, no, I, I will do anything. And like, I'm the best kind of vibes, which don't get it twisted. I stand Kim until the day I die. But then Courtney, like, she says something to Courtney about the same concept. Yeah, concept. Like, you just don't care about anything. And Courtney freaks out on her and was like, you need to get rid of this narrative in your head that I don't do anything. Like, I will F you up. And literally just, like, walks up to Kim. And it's like, at first you think it's funny, like, sister hitting. You yeah. know what I mean? And then it literally, like… Turns into, like, an actual Turns fight. into an actual fight. Where, it's like, she's, like, digging her nails into Kim and Kim's, like, slapping her. And then Courtney leaves. And even Chloe and Kendall are kind of laughing at first. And then Chloe like separates them and Courtney goes to leave and Kim comes at her again. and like literally just slapping her like so hard. You guys have to watch it. It's insane. Oh. And it's like, they're like, and then like you can tell that they're being serious because then 
Kim starts like getting choked up and she's like, never come at me like that. Like, don't put, lay your hands on me. And they're both like emotional at this point. Oh. It is like a breaking point. Like where it's like you can tell Courtney's so much pent up, just like emotion anger. and anger. Where I f- people are like, I, f- I feel bad for Courtney. I think people are like, just like stop complaining. And But I'm like, this is, she didn't really ask for this life. Right. Like she, some people probably just are not made for that. And it's like, she, yeah, she's like trying to be a mom and like have these businesses and stuff, whatever. I don't know them, obviously. But at the same time, I'm just like, she's our Aries queen. Yeah. Like you. Me and her have the same <laughs> birthday. Um, Which, by the way, is canceled until further notice. Yeah. Chelsea will not be turning 25 until quarantine is over. Literally. But yeah, no, I, you're right. I, I think saw, some people are not, like, yeah. she's probably just like, okay, wait, I'm over this. And, like, yeah. Kim, on the other hand, is literally made for this life. She's, yeah. like, ready at all She's times. living for it. And so I get I get Kim's perspective, too, where she's just, like, annoyed. Like, yeah. she's like, if you don't want to do it, just, like, quit. Like, no one's begging you to be here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this pans out. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the next episode because it wow. literally ended right after she hit her the last time. Oh so. my gosh! I'm oh, like, so it's coming soon? No. Yeah, that just happened. So I think like, it came out on like Saturday or something. Okay, okay. So, so it'll come up. We'll be staying tuned on Sunday. Yeah, for the new episode. Um, okay, well we need to wrap this up. I have two final things that you guys need to watch on Netflix: Tiger King. I've seen that everywhere. And McMillions, okay? I'm not done with McMillions yet. Both are so insane. Chelsea, you got to watch Tiger King. Okay. I've, so I've shocking. heard that from a bunch of people, but I have one question. Okay, what? That I don't know if I can handle. Is there actually like animal cruelty in it? Um, Because it's definitely not like surrounding that. Like there are moments, definitely not like… No, I think you could definitely handle it. Okay, I was going to say, because like for the most part, I can handle it. But at this time in my life, I think I'm going to have to pass if it, if there's like, if it, if it's going to make me sad. The, t- the tigers. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to make you sad. Okay. There, there are little moments. I mean, the whole the whole thing is kind of about like how they have these I, tigers. The only thing I saw was like people saying stuff about like, oh, they have like, he kills baby tiger cubs or something like that. <gasps> he doesn't and I'm just kill like, them. Not, not Joe. Oh. I know. I've seen all of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm like it. when you're more knowledgeable like, than me. <laughs> Wait, who kills baby tiger cubs? I don't a even dog know. Dog or something. He does? I don't remember that part. Uh, I don't know. Maybe There's like this whole thing Honestly, about it. I fell asleep a million times because this is, we would watch it late at night and then I'd fall asleep and Leif would have to fill me in. So yeah. maybe I missed something. But it's like the number one thing though right now. Like mm-hmm. everyone is like watching and talking about it. The thing is about it is that it has so many twists and turns that you're just like, like you think you know what's going on and then it's just, and it's like all a true story and you're yeah. just, it is so shocking. Someone compared it to like a car pileup where it's like, yes. you don't know what you're watching, but you can't to keep your eyes off of it. Yeah. No, you definitely have got to watch it. Like I think you and Nick would enjoy it. And then McMillions is about the scam that was the, the Monopoly scam that McDonald's did. They had like yeah. Monopoly game Wait, is pieces. that on Hulu or Netflix? Oh, sorry. That's not on Netflix. That's on HBO actually. Oh, I was going to say, I, I don't, I feel like I looked for that one time on Netflix, but I couldn't find it. And yeah. I remember thinking it was somewhere else. Sorry. That was not, I believe it's on HBO. That was not on Netflix, but it's very interesting as well. Like it is just so shocking. And I have one final question. Have you seen Don't F with Cats? No, but I've heard about it. Me too, but I haven't seen it. I've heard. Um, I don't know if I can watch. It. I don't know if I can do it. Who was telling me about it? I don't remember, but someone was telling me like the whole, basically the whole plot of the story, and it was like insane. I but again, I can't watch it if the if there's like even a hint of me thinking about like animal cruelty when I'm in when I'm in an already sensitive state. I yeah. can't deal with it. I watched Togo and it wrecked me for like two weeks. So. Togo, I cannot with that. 
I can't not with that. So when I'm like stable and like the world's not in crisis, I think I could handle it. Yeah. I, I can't, I feel the same though about like true crime. I'm like, now's not the time. Yeah. Like I would now rather watch same. things that are like still intriguing, but don't have to do with like literally killing people because I know. that's just not the vibe right now. Nick was like, we should watch this. We, we were like browsing through Hulu and it was like the true crime story of this and this. I'm like, no, no, no. Usually right I'd now. be so down for it, but I'm not about that right now. Yeah. I can't. No, we need happy vibes. We need. Yeah. I need Parks and Rec, honestly. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you seen Parks and Rec? No, I haven't. Actually. You have to watch it. It's so good. Some okay. people would say it's better than The Office. Really? I need to watch it. I'm Some really, people. like truthfully, I'm not much of like a TV or movie person, yeah. but when in quarantine, <laughs> yeah. you binge some shows. Seriously. So it's been fun. Um, okay. Well, you guys, we are wishing you a beautiful… Merry Christmas. Happy, wonderful weekend. And hopefully this episode brought you a little hint of normalcy or some joy and happiness. Get some tanning drops. Do a craft. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go watch my tie-dye video on YouTube. Me and JC tie-dyeing our… Our blue and pink sweatsuits. Yeah. If you guys want to know how to how we tie-dyed our sweatsuits that we wear all the time. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening to our bonus episode. If you guys made it all the way through our bonus episode and you watched Tuesday's episode, you're a real (sighs) one. So thank you guys. Make sure to go to our Instagram if you want any info on like upcoming episodes. If you guys want to be involved, send us stories. It's at what we said podcast. Um, But we will see you guys next time. We love you. And that's that's what what we we said. said. Goodbye. 